0: hello hello dr Therese. finally yes this is Teresa sharp okay uh and um i'm julie uh, welcome to the, the podcast show this evening well thank you yes um we're we're finally glad that we uh worked out the it seems that all the problems seems to be worked out from the other day but uh Today is even a better
1: day. Oh, well, praise the Lord. I, I don't know what happened <laughs> yesterday. We kept trying and trying. And I got the support, and they finally said, do A, B, and C, so we're here.
0: <laughs> Great. Um, we'd normally like to start our podcast off with uh, our guests telling uh, us a little bit about themselves. So for our listeners, uh, why don't you give us a little background about yourself? Okay.
1: Okay. Um- I am Apostle Teresa Sharp. Um, I got saved in the early 70s. I've been ministering for 45 years. Um, We have a ministry called the Trees of Righteousness Affiliation, which we uh, oversee churches and ministers. And we also have a Torah school of ministry where we're training and equipping people to do warfare and, um, various things concerning the ministry itself.
0: Well, that's amen. Yeah. And what state, what state are you from, Dr. Teresa? We're from Winchester, Virginia. Winchester, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we to that, Dr. <laughs> um, our first topic we want to talk about is well, what is going on with the churches. Now um we all know we yeah we are in a pandemic. And but don't we think at some point in time we have to get back to uh worshiping our God in churches? Oh, absolutely, because the
1: Bible says forsake not the assembly. And even when the pandemic was going on, my daughter and I traveled and ministered. It didn't stop us. We got a lot of criticism, but the churches that were open, we went, we ministered. But here's here's the thing. The enemy has come in and basically hoodwinked the church to think that they don't need to go to church. It's okay to watch the media and, and this, that, and the other. But there's something about the body joining together in unity that brings about a shift and a change. And uh, I, I think there's been a complacency that has happened in the body of Christ, and there's actually a falling away in a lot of areas. However, I believe revival's coming back to the house of God. Amen to that. Yeah, because uh, the church has to wake up. You know, we hear all of these prophets out here prophesying, and and you know, give me twenty dollars and I'll I'll prophesy to you. Well. that's that's not even in a place where it can be judged so Uh we need to be back in the house of God have the major prophets there and people that can discern to judge prophecy and it's Mm -hmm. like uh, we've got all of these prophets rising up everywhere that think they're a prophet just because they can prophesy and that come, I believe, when the, when the church shut down, it just went rampant. You know, people said, well, I'm, I'm still going to do this, that, and the other. But they're still missing what Jesus died for. And that was for the body and the kingdom of God to come forth.
0: And that's so, you know, that's so true because, okay, the, the pandemic came and then people were like, churches were on uh, podcasts. I mean, churches were on TV, churches were on Online, but okay. Now uh, we're still in the pandemic. We've got our shots and stuff, and people. Uh, you're right. There is a there is a large complacency that people people don't want to return to church. Right. And in some cases, in some cases, people are talking about this new thing, which are um, what is it? Church houses where you go to a house, a a person's house, I guess, and you worship at a person's house. What about the body of Christ? What about it? What about the church?
1: Exactly. you know and then this is what they say to me well Jesus went from house to house breaking bread. Well, that's true he did and they also did in the book of Acts but they also had tabernacles and and synagogues or whatever you want to call it, that they went and they worshiped in. Now, I believe it's, you know, it's good to go in fellowship with others. But I believe uh, we should, should have a church building, home, whatever you want to call it. And I, I believe it's going to open up for a lot of of falseness coming out. Because they, once you pull away from a good, solid ministry, then... All of this mess comes in. People are not discerning what is and isn't the spirit. And why did you leave your church? Most people left the church because they got mad or something they didn't approve of. So let me go somewhere else
0: and start something. Right, exactly. That That is the sentiment. They get mad because something was going on in the church that they didn't like. And the church is not doing anything. I don't really see the churches right now doing anything to to, to, get, to bring people back how are the churches going to bring people back if the churches don't wake up if the people that work in the churches don't wake up do you know and, and what's going to happen when it comes to funerals weddings baptisms what's going to happen off all of that Hello, Are you still there? Hello? Are you still there? yeah I'm sure here what oh, okay. what's going to happen um with churches with baptisms funerals weddings if there's no churches open and someone has a funeral to, to bury how will we bury our loved one
1: well most of them have just converted to doing it through a funeral home or they don't even do that they just go to the gravesite and just do everything
0: there which what, yeah I think is disrespectful. That is disrespectful. And, you know, I mean, whoever heard? Uh, oh, we're just going to have a roadside funeral. Who ever heard of a roadside funeral? Person, a Christian person just died, and you want to just have a roadside funeral, or you just want to have a funeral at a, or you just want to have a funeral of a, a funeral at a, at a funeral home? It is yeah. a sign of disrespect. And is this a sign of things to come in the future?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the church is in a serious condition right now. Because, you know, it talks about a great falling away. Well, I I believe we've seen that. And people do not want to live holy. They want to do what they want to do, when they want to do it, and how they want to do it. And if they don't feel like going to church, they're not going to go to church. And they come up with this uh, great revelation, which is contrary to the word. Oh, his grace is sufficient. Well, yes, it is, but not for continual sin. And so people don't want to hear about repentance. They don't want to hear about. um, Oh, What's the word I'm looking for?
0: If people don't want to hear about repentance, and that means churches aren't teaching, churches aren't churches, and pastors may not be teaching repentance, may not be teaching what people want to hear anymore. Right. So they're, you
1: know, it's almost to the point where I'm watching people. You know, the Bible says they have their a conscience seared with a hot iron because they've been given all these flowery sermons and. And water coating it and, and, you know, watering it down. And it's like, what, whatever happened to you? Don't hear about heaven and hell anymore. Uh, if you do, it's very, very unusual. And the repentance, you know, oh, what is so difficult for people to repent? And this is not being ministered in the church, or at least the ones that we've been going to a lot. And trust me, we travel a lot and you don't, you don't hear that. Oh, it's okay. You you can shack up, but it's, you know, just make sure you come put your ties in the plate and it'll be all right. No, that is sin and people
0: need to repent and repentance means turn away. Yeah, but you're right. Like, like I'm saying, like we're saying pastors, yeah. ministers, some of them aren't teaching it. Some of them no. aren't teaching that anymore. No. And,
1: and you know, we, we teach a lot of classes on warfare. People don't know what warfare is.
0: Well, what do you mean, warfare? You no, know, that's right. No, when, you, when you talk to someone and you start talking to them about spiritual warfare, they really, uh, people really don't know what spiritual warfare is. Well, we're in the spirit, right? And people don't want to realize that we're in a spiritual warfare right now. Oh, absolutely. We're in spiritual warfare right now. And the general consensus is people don't know, don't know, or they don't care that we're in a spiritual warfare. If we wasn't in a spiritual warfare, then our churches would not be empty. Our ministries would not be empty. Come on. Come on.
1: And actually, the pandemic gave people an excuse not to attend the house of
0: God. Amen. That is so, that that perspective is so true. The pandemic did give everyone an excuse. Oh, you don't have to, we're in a pandemic so we don't have to go to church. But then they made it so you could go to church. Churches tried to fix the pews. Okay, you can come to church wearing a mask. They tried to do whatever they could, but it's not, it hadn't worked because Nobody is going back. Nobody has gone back. And the question is, is anybody going to ever return to church?
1: I pray so. <laughs> I mean, when I, when I listen to some prophetic words and, and when I read the word, I know it says there's going to be a great falling away, but there's also going to become the return. Now, I know a lot of things in the spirit have shifted uh, in the last of July. And we're getting ready to come up on the Feast of Tabernacles which there will be another feasting. But I believe this. I believe something's going to happen to cause the people to realize they need God. And they need to return back to his house. I don't know what it is, but I just, I've got, because that's when the, the revival is going to start and usher in this last move. So uh but you know you're so right. The pastors aren't are preaching.
0: They're, the, pastor, they're more concerned. the pastors aren't preaching and the ministry ministers aren't preaching. It's just it's just become pathetic. It if right. the pastors and ministers can't teach who can you turn to for the word of God? Who can we turn to? If we can't turn to our pastors and our ministers to teach the word of God, who is going to teach it? You're exactly right. You're right.
1: And you know, they they have a form of godliness. You know, the devil knows the word. He knows it probably better than what we do. <laughs> but the thing of it is, um, he distorts the word. And so the the ministers and the pastors have gotten to the point that they their their congregations has decreased.
0: Okay, folks, give us a minute. You're so right. Yeah, that's that's but. so that's, that's so true. Pastors and ministers. You know, I'm not putting down churches. I'm not putting down pastors and ministers, but right, we're just saying that something needs to be done. Something needs to be done soon. Yes, everything is upside down. Exactly.
1: Everything is,
0: everything is upside down. And what? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, what is your what is your message for people out there, Doctor Sharp? Well, we, first of all, um, we're kingdom
1: minded, but we preach holiness. We preach repentance and uh, we don't cut corners for anybody. You know, I, I, I've, I've dealt with pastors and say, well, it's okay if I do this, but it's not for the congregation. No, you need to sit down until you get your life right. If you're going to lead people. But and and God is a merciful God, but he's also a God of judgment and a God of wrath. And then people don't want to hear that. Well, a loving God wouldn't do that. Or the first thing they want to do if somebody passes, well, why did God take them from me? But Mm -hmm. if we understand what God is trying to get his people to do, and that's come back to the altars. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. again, come back and repent. Mm-hmm. It's very few churches that you go in where you see unity and you see the glory of God manifest.
0: Amen. Because
1: all they want to do is hear three songs, a fifteen-minute
0: sermon, and let's go. And then you leave there, and you and you and people leave the church feeling empty. You don't yes. feel. They leave the church feeling, oh, I'm, I have the spirit of God in me. You f- leave the church feeling, uh, feeling empty. Right. So
1: then why did I go to church? I leave worse shape than what I went to church. You know, I, I believe that the minister should be led by the spirit of God. You can get all the sermons you want off the Internet. But what if there's one person there? that's desperate to hear a word and God wants you to minister something different than what you got off the internet. Amen to that. If you're not led by the spirit, then how are the people's needs going to be met? Amen. He wants to change. He doesn't want every service to be just alike. So and, and a lot of the ministers are not even yielding to the Holy Spirit.
0: And so, a, lot of ministers, a lot of ministers are not led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. you just a minister, you're just a pastor, but you're not led by the Holy Spirit, and that's what's going on. And maybe right. that's where the problem starts. If a minister it, isn't led by the Holy Spirit, or a pastor isn't, then how can he teach and how can he lead someone else who needs God back to God? Well, you can't give what you don't
1: have. You know, Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. I'm not led by the spirit, then I'm not going to be able to discern what somebody is feeling or what God wants to minister to them. And this is why there is so much sickness in the body of Christ and I use that term loosely <laughs> because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people say, well, I'm in the body of Christ. Well, what do you consider being in the body of Christ? Oh, I go to church every Sunday. I said, well, that doesn't make you a body of Christ. And so, but there has to come some good, strong ministering the true word of God with some revelation and discernment so that the people come that are hurting are healed before they leave there. You know, you don't want to go to church and you be hurting because of something that's happened and you're devastated and they get up there and, and and preach something that's not even close to what you need because they're not tuned in to the spirit. Amen to that. Because I, I, I'm like, okay, God, you know, we might be driving somewhere, And God gave me a message. But when I get there, all of a sudden, boom, the whole atmosphere changes. And he says, this is what I want you to minister on. And that's when you see the people getting free. They get delivered. They get healed. And they're coming out of captivity. But as long as they go in and hear the same thing over and over again, that's going to tickle their ears. The church isn't going anywhere. The church isn't growing. The body of Christ isn't
0: growing. No. It's a a stagnant situation right now. And we can't go into the church and say to our church officials, our church isn't growing. We need our church to grow. We need our body of Christ to grow. But it's not growing. No. It's not growing.
1: Very little places do we really see growth. And if
0: So we're here talking about the body of Christ in the church and what's going on with it. So if you're out there and you want to talk, you let us know. We're with Dr. Teresa Sharp. Hello? Yep. I mean, that. And um, Dr. Sharp, how can anyone out there who's listening get in touch with you?
1: Um, you can do an email. Uh, it's T-A-S-H-A-R-P-7-7 at gmail.com. Um, they can also get us on Facebook. You can inbox us. Yeah, and the, um, the Trees of Righteousness is also on Facebook.
0: Amen to that, Dr. Sharp. Okay, and we thank you for coming on the pod our podcast. I'm gonna have you back on the our podcast later on this winter. If you Anything. like. Yes ma'am. Okay, and I will be in touch with you. Thank you, Dr. Sharp. All right, you'll be blessed. You too. Bye bye. We wake up every morning, my brothers and sisters, and we don't realize that we are in a spiritual war. But how are we gonna fight it if we're all divided? Our churches, our ministry doors are closed. We don't invite other pastors to speak at our church and come pray with us. How are we going to fight the spiritual war if we are divided? We don't see it. We don't see that we're in a spiritual war. And if we don't stand together, we will fall together, and we're falling together. Is there anybody out there that wants to save the church, save the body of Christ, that wants to fight this battle, that really want to fight? You want to save your church? You want to save the body of Christ? You want to save your family? You want to save your neighborhoods? We're in the spiritual war, people. Wake up. Because time is running out. If we don't stand together, then what are we doing? We're fighting a spiritual war. But it looks like we're fighting each other. This church won't let that church be come to that church. Why can't the churches connect for the same common goal, to fight the spiritual war? Why can't the pastors and the ministers out there wake up? And band together. They're supposed to be brothers and sisters in Christ. Where are the real brothers and sisters of Christ? Why can't we all pray together? Why can't this church pray for another church or with another church? On a Sunday, on a Saturday, on a Friday, on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. We're fighting a spiritual war. We're at war. Better get the troops together. Because it's going to be a long war. And we need your help. So if you're out there and you're hearing this, you got to know. We're at war, spiritually. And we really need your help. The churches need your help. The body of Christ needs your help. So wake up. Wake up.